Welcome to Content Pros Podcast, where we unlock the strategies and secrets of the best content marketers in the world and ask the questions you've always wanted asked. Content Pros is sponsored by predictive content analytics software, Inbound Writer, and online proofing and collaboration platform, Proof HQ. Now, here are your hosts from Oracle Marketing Cloud, Chris Moody, and from Uberflip, Randy Frisch. Ready? Let's talk to the pros. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Content Pros. We are very excited today. We're joined by Hadassah Hawk. Thanks, Chris. Hadassah, thanks so much for taking time to meet with us. It uh, feels this day if we're not talking to someone in America or Canada where Chris and I are from. They're all often in Australia, which I know is where you are now. So thanks for uh, working with the time zone and, and doing this podcast. Um, you know, maybe we, we can dive in here and get to know you a bit. I, I watched some of your videos, which uh, you've, you've produced amazing videos and not just video content, you're also writing long form content for brands. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can give us a little idea where that, that passion for video came in, but not just video, but tying it to, you know, a brand versus regular old video production. Okay, well thanks, thanks for having me first of all. And um, yeah, I, I have a, a background in marketing and, and I think sort of looking back, it sort of all came together. I've been in, in marketing for almost 20 years and but always on the content creation side um, and always felt like a little bit more of the creative one and was most of the time always, you know, a little bit bored with what we actually threw out there, even if it, you know, if it was as far as we could go um, in terms of message and what was possible. And at the same time, I've always been interested, well, I've always, I guess, worked with photographers and images and, and on websites and was always interested in technology and how humans interact with that. I've always been writing. Um, so it sort of all came together. Um, it's good to have a, a solid marketing background in terms of, um, you know, working with brands and actually understanding their requirements because, you know, it's nice to, to make awesome films and beautiful films, but how does that actually help brands to to achieve their goals? And, and I kind of sometimes feel, and I, I like being sort of in between the company and the brand and the people that work there and that obviously have certain um, jobs to fulfill and then, and then some, you know, amazing talented people out there who can, tell stories or who enable me to tell stories simply by what they experience and, and the passions that they have. And and I think even when I was on the corporate side, I always um, was more on the side of the audience. I, I think I find it quite easy to put myself into other people's shoes, so that helps. And I always felt like I had to defend or be on that side and say, hey, but is that really what people want to look at and is that really what people want to read? And and are they really interested in, in, in our product at this point? Um, so um, I guess it was four years ago that I started working um, with an agency because I knew I wanted to go freelance somewhere and so I wanted to be on the other side. And then we started working with Mercedes-Benz who, who were an awesome client to work with because they were happy to sort of push the limits and try new stuff and, and that's how um, I launched a magazine um, with them and for them developed the concept of digital magazine. As part of that, we started creating videos. So now I'm able to use all of the, all of the skills that I have and all the interests and, and what's fun to me and bring it together. 
That's an amazing intro, and you know we've talked a bit before the show about some of your videos. We know you have two Vimeo staff picks, and you were talking about making things interesting and what the audience wants. Could you talk a little bit about how you make sure you're creating engaging video content? Because everyone's doing video. Most aren't doing video well. Hmm. Yeah, I had to think that a lot the other day because I was speaking about that, and, and I think... Mm, I, I summarize that if I if I have to say it in like two words or one sentence, it's like be authentic, be honest, don't be boring. And and that's sort of what I keep repeating. What makes video I, I think you really need to know you need to know your audience and you need to know your context. That and, and where your audience is and what they're interested in. But um I think basically it's people forget or marketers forget that and, and I keep saying that and I keep harping on about that, but people are really not interested about your product and they're not interested in your company and people don't connect with brands, they connect with the other people. So how, what do you do about that? And to me the solution is you tell a good story because people have always been interested in stories. Ever since humankind exists, there, there have been stories, and that's always been the medium to get the message across. It's just, and it's the same today, just we have more means and we have technology and we can reach further, but it's a fact that stories are remembered more, stories are shared more, and stories, and this sounds kind of a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stories reach the heart, basically. So it is, you know, they, they are emotional and, and that's, yeah, tacky. If that sounds tacky, it's proven that, you know, stories, a good narrative can actually, it makes us react and it can motivate us to action. So it's a win-win situation. You tell a good story. It's I'm always thinking it should be entertaining, inspirational or educational, educational or preferably all three wrapped into one. And if you can do that as a brand in a way that that is um, authentic and that fits your brand personality and it's a good way to show your brand personality and I think I do believe that brands should be honest about that. Um, so not to be scared to show the product or to have it in there somehow but it's not it's not the main character, it's not the main actor. It's like you know when we do a video from Mercedes-Benz and yeah I have to have a car in there, but it can be part of the story, and we use cars all the time. But, you know, what people connect with is, is an amazing experience. It's somebody who's living an interesting life or has something to talk about, and, and that's, you know, how you connect with people and that's how you engage them. And then if they think it's cool enough or if they feel that they've spent just a few minutes not wasting their time and they're happy to share it, then, then that's, you know, or to, to watch it again or... or you know, to talk about it, start a discussion, then that's that's what you want and that's what brands need. I love that. I love that, Hadassah. I love the, the passion that you have behind it and, you know, tying it to heart and, you know, making sure most importantly it's not boring. 
Maybe you can tell us a little bit, though. You know, one of the things even at, at my company, Uberflip, that we've been struggling with internally lately is what kind of video do we put on our homepage? You know, when people come to greet us, um, you know, and there's two camps here. One group wants to make sure that we talk about product, talk about you know the the values, talk about what it solves for, and the other group wants to tell more of a story. So where do where do you see these stories that you tell fall better? inside a company's um, you know, content experience? Is it what you greet someone with or is it more, you know, more top of the funnel content that's living on Vimeo or living on YouTube? I think both. It depends. Obviously it depends on the type of business and product and how your website is. Um, what's the concept of your website? You know, many, many companies and brands these days have a magazine type website, but I guess you know, storytelling and videos like I make never replace um, product information or company information. There'll always be a place for that. Um, so I think, you know, the way to, to what you need on your website and, and still be able to, to have that sort of interest is maybe create a story around the need or what does your product do for that person or, you know, a person who uses your product or your service. And that can still be, you know, entertaining and and, and inspiring, but at the same time, obviously, you know, Vimeo and YouTube and, and Instagram, those are channels where people are anyway, your, your audience is anyway, and that's where they will also look for the more entertaining videos that are maybe not so much that don't carry this sort of company information and, and product information. So I think there needs to be a good content strategy and a concept how that all works together. Well, you mentioned Instagram. I was curious too, uh, on your website, which is hadassahawk.com, there's amazing stuff. So we were talking about many of the videos and how are you using Instagram, Snapchat, Vine, some of the shorter, more social video services for some of the brands you work with? Well, for the for the bigger films, we always um, sort of create um, an interesting teaser or, or some clips that show parts of it. Um, but I think, and I haven't done that so much yet. I've sort of worked on a few strategies incorporating that. But I think um, it's good to. I would definitely create clips, short video clips, especially for Instagram. And you know, it always works really well. And I think it's it's easy and it, it's cheap to do and, and there's there's so many ways to do that, especially if you're already somewhere producing content or you're already making a film, you're on production. You can you know, people love looking behind the scenes and, and sort of getting snippets of information and, and being part of something and getting insights and and so Instagram I think is ideal for that. Because really, you know, it's it's those few seconds. You can do a lot and you know, 14 seconds or whatever it is, um, but definitely also um, sort of teasering and, and announcing, um, you know, the bigger films or events that are going on. 
That's that's a great point, and I want to just take a quick moment to talk about one of our sponsors before we go to the next question. That's a company called Inbound Writer, and you know we're talking a lot about you know creating content, figuring out the right stories to tell, um, and where Inbound Writer comes in is to help you figure out what content's going to perform well before you go and write it. Uh, Inbound Writer is a content analysis tool that forecasts how your content will perform based on real-time analysis of your site competition, and even search engine behaviors. It removes a lot of the guesswork so that you can jump right in, and they're offering a free trial of the tool right now if you go to inboundwriter.com slash offer. So one of the things I want to dig a little bit deeper on here is, is just the challenge of, you know, First, first, I think, you know, I know this is a podcast, but people are going to have to go check out that website that, that Chris mentioned earlier because they have to see the high-value production of the stuff that you're doing, and it, it really pulls you in and locks you in. But, you know, maybe you can talk to us because last week um, on a recent episode, we had Nick Cicero, and he talked more about user-generated content, which we usually think about, you know, having a little less effort to create, still the same type of strategy, but maybe you can walk us through what goes into the strategy behind such a high production value piece of video. <laughs> um, I don't know how other people do it, but <laughs> obviously there's like an overall, um, you'll know why I'm laughing in a second, um, there's an overall content strategy and um, a lot of the videos, for example, I did from Mercedes-Benz, we had, we had the magazine and we had certain um, topics like that, that basically fit the brand, like innovation, um, adventure, design. And I think that's very important. You can you can go crazy if you have a certain um, framework um, that you operate in that that um, viewers understand. Like, why is this brand doing this? But at the same time, I'm pretty. I sort of go a lot by gut and it's when you know a brand well and I find that really important, like to sit down together with my client and, and discuss things. What do they really want? Where what do they want to go? What's their audience? What's the audience they want to reach? And when you know the brand well and you know your audience well, then the way I work is, and you say high value production, but the fact is these days, whoever you work with, there's not necessarily a big budget available. Um, and so I have collaborators and friends and, and people I work with um, in different parts of the world. Um, also, so cameramen and, and photographers and cinematographers who I, who I work with and have worked with over a long period of time and who, who are out there. And we always touch base on a regular basis and, and exchange ideas. And, and I sort of, you know, I know what I want and I know what would be a, a great story or like just a, a rough idea and then I sort of get in touch with everyone and say, you know, what sort of, what can we do? Like, I have this client and this is what I'm thinking. Do you have any grade? Like, have you met anybody amazing, like an interesting adventurous person or um, an athlete, like, you know, or even like you mentioned the skater film earlier that I did, that's a, a friend or a friend of friends and we just bounced around ideas. So I love working in this sort of organic style. Um, and then obviously um, that has to be pitched properly, has to be developed to 
to fit brand values for sure and to integrate the product, um, which is, you know, has to look authentic. And, you know, I've worked with, for example, with Mercedes on, on realizing that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't always fit to have a brand new car in there. Like we might be somewhere very remote and maybe even, you know, um, a country where there, there simply aren't any new cars. So why would you have a brand new car in there? It just doesn't make any sense. So those are all things that need to be considered. And then I really want to go there with a small team and everybody being excited about um, doing this. I work with very small teams. Um, for example, the the whale film that we filmed in Tonga where there was four of us. Um, so I don't think... I'm always being asked, you know, how do you get the budgets and so on. It doesn't have to be a big production. It doesn't have to be a big team. It doesn't have to be a huge budget. Much more important, I think, is the idea and that everyone is excited about it because that will always come across and that it fits the brand and that it's something that, you know, people really want to see. So with things like that, which... I, I know in the lead up, you're like, don't ask questions about whales. I'll talk the whole time about whales, but I'm really <laughs> curious because um, those are some amazing videos. And, you know, for Mercedes Benz, when, when you're working with them and you're pitching an idea to show folks swimming with humpback whales, you know, what is the return they're looking for there? Like, is it about the brand experience and matching with some of their cultural values, like you mentioned innovation earlier, or do they have other things that they're trying to track, or, or is it just about getting awareness? So I guess ultimately I'm wondering specific two things that may not be a direct fit for the brand, so not a pure product video. What what are they looking to track, or what's the return they're hoping to get by working with you? Yeah, you're wondering, as I wrote the, tech, the copy for the Facebook post, and I, I wrote for that, for launching the film, I wrote, what is a whale doing in my feed? <laughs> and because obviously, you know, on a Mercedes-Benz Facebook page, people expect mostly cars and that's what works. But a brand like Mercedes-Benz, and, and I mean, that's the, the fun part and working with them, a similar sort of lifestyle brands is that they have, you know, you're selling, you're selling a lifestyle, but also, yeah, in this case, adventure. Um, definitely awareness because it was Mercedes-Benz first underwater film and I think any car maker's underwater film um, so it did get a lot of you know attention for that but it was also something that you know it's this adventure and and, and um, exploring I guess um, new things and it was just beautiful. It was just. It was also obviously a message. It was like you know, go out there and and, and experience life. And when you travel, like don't just be a tourist. Try to communicate with people. Um, so it was a little bit of an experience, like an experiment rather. Um, in this case. Um, but yeah, it was definitely for for the awareness and for doing something different. But it did tie in. If you go into um, Mercedes-Benz Vimeo channel, there are a lot of different, you know, they obviously have, an, which is well-known, an interest in um, an engagement in fashion. So there are fashion films. There are um, interesting people being featured. There is mobility and travel. There is 
there is adventure. They have a lot to do with um, sports people. So there'll be those kind of films. So it does all fit into their world. And it's creating this world which, you know, I do believe brands will have to do more and more. And that's where it's great to be able to to then go and make these films that fit into this world. And not every film, you know, will will be a huge success. That's just like some work better than others and sometimes it's not even quite clear why. But, you know, that then we're talking about, you know, distribution strategy and all that. But to have an overall solid content strategy where everyone is on the same page as to what topics fit and, and what are we trying to do? Are we are we trying to inspire um, you know, what is it really that we're, we're trying to do? And again, like I said, people are interested. People are always interested in other people and what they do. And, you know, if they're even better, if they're, they're relatable. So it's always good to, to have an interesting character, which was also the case in this film. That's great. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig on, on one of the words that you mentioned there because it, it, it triggered a, a question that I never have a good answer for. Um, and, I, and I noticed uh, when checking out some of your background, you've actually won two Vimeo staff picks, which is really just amazing. But I, I often get questioned by people, you know, what's YouTube for and what's Vimeo for? And, you know, which is the best channel for distribution um, or should I be on both with my content? So how do you, you know, how do you get... How do you answer that one for people? Is is there a right answer? <laughs> I was just going to say, do I have to answer? <laughs> I know it's it's a tricky one. <laughs> um, I think okay. So to come back to the example, you know, because I've just done the most work for them. Mercedes Benz is on both channel on both yeah on both platforms, Vimeo and YouTube. And it's been interesting to see how that works. I, I think if you're going after um, a lot of, if views are important, then, you know, YouTube might be at first glance the safer bet. I personally, I'm a big fan of Vimeo. Um, simply, bef yeah, there seems to be a bit of more of an, aesthetic and a, and a quality and, and sort of a creative community that support each other, a certain sort of le standard level of, even in the comments, um, which I quite like. Um, so I think Vimeo is often sort of the first choice for, for maybe very beautiful, maybe also longer films, arty films. Um, but then again, it's it's what what you want to achieve. Mercedes Benz has on on YouTube. They have their Mercedes Benz TV channel, which um, has a lot of subscribers. It's going really well. So when both of when my films get posted on both channels, I can see sometimes that you know YouTube is is performing much better. But there might not be many comments, whereas on Vimeo you might not have that many views unless it gets a staff pick of course um, but then there are like some really interesting um, um, discussions and comments coming off that and, and obviously I mean the staff pick scenario is great for, for anyone who's trying to get some sort of creative um, reclaim or some kind of recognition it's always nice um, so yeah it's just that they're different they have different personalities they have different audiences, I think, certainly overlapping. Um, and 
if in doubt, I remember years ago I was really opposed to posting films on both platforms because I thought it was sort of cannibalizing each other, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So there are different audiences and and it really depends um, what your overall um, strategy is, what your film is. And yeah, I'm afraid I also don't have an answer in one clear sentence. <laughs> I could have just said that really. <laughs> Most answers are never one clear sentence. I mean, this is marketing we're talking about. Art and science, right? There's never one true answer. So we've been talking a lot about video and producing videos and making compelling stories, which is another opportunity to introduce Proof HQ, one of our amazing sponsors. And we talk about Proof HQ a lot because it helps with content creation and approvals and edits, but they actually do proofing for videos too. So we haven't talked about that as much. But if you're working on a video, you can use Proof HQ. You can collaborate. You can have all of that feedback in one slick web-based system. It's going to help you produce videos faster. You can also work together seamlessly on blog posts, ebooks, slide shares, infographics, and more. You'll be more productive and more creative when you use Proof HQ. You can check it out at bit.ly slash proofhq. So you mentioned earlier that you do have kind of the traditional, I'm using air quotes, traditional marketing background before you focus mostly on video. And if you had the opportunity to sit down with marketers and say one thing to them about video, like mainly why they should be focusing on video or why that should be part of their content strategy, what, what would you say to encourage them to do more with video? Well, I mean, they can look at the numbers if they want. I'm not a numbers person. I think, you know, video is, um, is going to be very important, already is, that, you know, it's people love to watch. I think it's it's just gives you, it's probably, yeah, it's the best medium to tell a story. You just have so many options and opportunities to do that. Um, you know, I've been editor-in-chief of, of a magazine. It's, you know, it's great to have amazing photo stories. I love writing long form. But the fact is there is certainly, a, you know, still a, a place for long form articles. But, you know, generally it's just easier to reach people. Also because, you know, in video you can use music and music is just, you know, it's so emotive and 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 makes such a big difference to how people react. And so you have everything together. You can, you have the images, you have music, you can have a narrative, you can have somebody talk. It's just so many things that come together that sort of appeal to the senses. And, it, you know, it does sort of replace a little bit the sitting around the campfire and, and sort of sharing stories as it was. And, and it's still what we love. So why not use, why not use it for, for a brand message? Why not? Um, I, you know, I really, you know, my passion is I really want to get brands, you know, to use their budget. Obviously, you know, there'll always be a, a place for, as I call it, you know, traditional marketing. But why not use the budget and and collaborate with talented people and 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 just bring that content to your audience because you know they're already out there watching that stuff you know that you can't expect them to come to you and and sort of be interested 
in your company and in your products. People are interested in themselves. They're interested in, in you know, what's there for them to enjoy. And they're going out there, and especially sort of a younger or more modern, sophisticated audience, you know, they you know, they know what they're, they're looking for and they're out there looking for content that inspires them and, and entertains them. So I think it will be a necessity. And I do talk a lot with, you know, young marketers and creatives and photographers and filmmakers, and I just really like to bring them all together in the future and, and just create amazing content that obviously sort of helps brands reach their, their marketing goals. Um, and it won't ever just be videos, I suppose, um, but it certainly will be a big part. You've definitely uh, probably given a push to Chris and I to go talk to Oracle and and hear an Uber flip for us to tell some better stories, uh, you know, through our content and video. Uh, so. You know, one of the fun questions we always like to, to finish on is is to get an idea of what you wanted to be when you grew up. And it's, you know, it's funny. I was looking at some of the highlights of your life. I mean, you've been snorkeling with whales. You've been, you know, diving with sharks. Those are the things that my kids talk about doing now as little kids. But I, I can't imagine that that was, that was what you had envisioned back then. But, but what was the goal? Where did you want to get to and, and where do you find yourself? Yeah, it's funny because it's only now that I sort of live in Australia, it becomes very obvious to me that I am very much an outdoorsy person that loves adventure. And I was, I wanted to be, um, believe it or not, I'm not even sure if that's the correct word in English, but my my granddad was a forester. Um, so he was, is it, is that what you call it, forester? I think it works. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I actually have a friend who's the one. He's best friends with my brother, so go ahead. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Well, I know what it is in German, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So at some point I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be a vet. Um, you know, I was riding horses as a kid. I was always outside as well. But I wanted to be a forester because it sort of involved a bit of, you know, business and sitting at a desk, which is, I like as well. But, you know, you had to be out there and you had to look after the animals and, the woods and the forests and whatnot. But, yeah, and I guess the other side of me has always been the creative side, sort of writing and images. So it, I think, you know, it's sort of it's come together somehow. Throw in some sharks and whales and, yeah, I think it was pretty much there from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the ocean's pretty much a forest. It's just underwater too. So I think that counts. Well, I've always, I've always loved the water, um, but it's a bit difficult when you live in Germany. Um, to be in it all the time because even though we have a coastline, you know, it's just not the same as here in Australia, for example. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Hadassah. This is a great show and one particularly great on video because we had really dug in on creating amazing, beautiful videos like that. We've talked more about short form. So I think this is going to be really helpful for all our listeners. Thank you, everyone, for joining. You can catch more at contentpostpodcast.com. You can review us on iTunes. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere else you like to get podcasts. Thank you all for joining, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Content Pros. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentprospodcast.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. Content Pros is sponsored by Oracle Marketing Cloud.
Uberflip, Proof HQ, and Inbound Rider, and is produced by Convince and Convert Media. Find more great shows like Content Pros at marketingpodcast.com, the first search engine for marketing podcasts. Podcast imaging by audiobag.com.